From WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR, this is Capital Notes, a podcast about Wisconsin politics and politicians. I'm Marty Michelson. Each week, I discuss noteworthy developments with J.R. Ross, editor of WISPolitics.com. Here's our latest conversation. So, Jr. President Trump worked in another visit to Wisconsin over the weekend. He drew a crowd of about 10,000 people to a rally Saturday night in Waukesha. In his speech, the Republican claimed that, quote, we're rounding the turn on the coronavirus, while Wisconsin continues to see record numbers of cases to the tune of more than 4,000 per day. Democratic nominee Joe Biden continued to criticize Trump over the weekend for his handling of the coronavirus. How do you think Wisconsin voters are receiving Trump's message that we're turning a corner as they watch the numbers climb? Well, you know, this has been one of his weaknesses in the polling that we've seen. Uh, it looks like the president is looking at a strategy of trying to excite his base and getting those folks fired up to turn out and vote uh, November 3rd. Uh, so it depends on who he's targeting, if he's targeting swing voters or targeting his base. Well, swing voters, I mean, just looking at the polling that we've seen, the more COVID-19 is in the news, the worse it is for the president because they view his handling of that issue with weakness. And that's exactly what Democrats focused on in the run-up to his rally. You know, there was a banner that flew over Waukesha on Saturday, I believe. There was a billboard. There were digital ads from the DNC. They're all trying to drive a message of the president's mishandled virus, and that's why it's raging the way that it is. So again, I, I go back to the question of what was the intent of the rally? Was it to try and reach out to people who were on his side yet or to fire up the base, because if, you're, if your motivation now or if your strategy now is a, is a base election, it's all about getting more of your people to polls. And so this and it shows the Republican base is not as concerned as COVID-19 as other people are. So that might be part of the strategy. Meanwhile, Trump is coming back to Wisconsin tomorrow. He's holding a rally near La Crosse, and there's talk that he may even make another return trip before November 3rd. Wisconsin is viewed as a battleground state in the election, but even so, why do you think Trump is coming here so often in the final stretch? Oh, it's part of an overall strategy that we're seeing from the president. He's being badly outspent on TV by Joe Biden and his campaign. When you add up everything that Joe Biden and the group supporting him are doing versus everything that Donald Trump and the group supporting him are doing, there's a huge advantage for Joe Biden. One way to offset that is to be in uh, these various media markets and getting coverage of your rallies. So that might be part of it. Um, two, he remembers what happens four years ago, and the president is uh, somewhat convinced that he can recreate that, that flurry from four years ago where he wrote a, a message of corruption by Hillary Clinton uh, in his his mind, to the presidency. It remains to be seen if he can recreate that now because he's the incumbent and has a record. But it seems to be part of that strategy is to just keep showing up, keep his message in voters' minds and trying to offset that that media disadvantage in terms of what's being spent with being present in person. At the same time, Democratic nominee Joe Biden has indicated he'll visit Wisconsin again before Election Day. Biden has mostly been relying on surrogates to campaign for him in Wisconsin. He made in-person visits to the state twice last month, including to Kenosha following the police shooting of Jacob Blake. Why is it important to Biden that he make another trip here in the final days? Well, you know, if he does, there's some symbolism there because, remember, Hillary Clinton didn't visit Wisconsin between the the primary and general election. A lot of people who tried to pin her loss on that decision really... Uh, the fact of the matter is Hillary Clinton lost Wisconsin for a number of reasons, including that she didn't pay attention to the state, not just in her physical presence, but with her ads. Uh, she spent more in the Omaha, Nebraska media market in the final two weeks of the race than she did in Wisconsin. And it showed you that kind of the negligence of the, uh, how they kind of neglected the state. 
Joe Biden's not doing that in terms of media buys. They have a constant presence here. They're doing surrogate visits. So I don't know if it's it's life or death for him to be in Wisconsin in person between now and election day. But symbolically, it would show, you know, that he's, you know, not going to make the same mistake Hillary Clinton did and that they're still paying attention to the state. Depends on what the strategy is for them, where they think the race is moving. I mean, honestly, it doesn't look like Wisconsin is a tipping point right now. It looks like he's moving to other places that are more important, but we're still something that you want to hold on to because it's, if Biden can flip those three Midwestern states, upper Midwestern states, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania, pretty much, I can't say guarantee, but all but so up beating President Trump. Also, the latest Marquette Law School poll is being released on Wednesday. It's the final poll before the election. What do you think it'll say about the presidential race in Wisconsin? Well, you know, what's been remarkable is how steady most of the polling has been. We saw uh, polls last week from, I think it was uh, CBS News and maybe somebody else that had it uh, five points. That's been remarkably consistent. Marquette poll has been since May, somewhere between four and six points. So we haven't seen a lot of movement in anything that we've really seen that's been done in Wisconsin regularly. Uh, there, you know, there have been occasional polls that show it tighter or, or wider than that, but for the most part, it's been a five, six-point race. So what I'm looking for is on the Marquette poll is, is there any movement? you got to ask yourself, everything's happened since May. You know, all of the things that we've seen, uh, national politics, what would finally move the needle dramatically in this race? I'm not sure if anything would or could, but that last poll, that's one thing I'm looking for, is does, did something really move this race in a different direction? And finally, today is the last day that people can gather signatures in the recall effort against Democratic Governor Tony Evers and Lieutenant Governor Mandela Barnes. Organizers say they want to recall Evers and Barnes because of what they consider a slow response to the unrest that broke out in Kenosha following the Blake shooting, among other reasons. They filed papers with the Wisconsin Elections Commission in late August and had 60 days to get roughly 670,000 signatures to force a recall election. The group has been holding signature signing events across the state, and the main organizer, Misty Polichinski of Burlington, says she believes the group has more than the number of signatures needed. Do you have a sense as to whether the group has that number? Well, though she said that, we haven't seen it actually in black and white yet. So the people I talk to have some skepticism that they've reached the number needed. Because don't forget, when Democrats uh, collected signatures to recall Scott Walker back nine years ago, there were armies of volunteers who were at, seemed like every shopping mall and grocery store in Wisconsin with a clipboard gathering signatures. The state party got involved and grassroots groups got involved to lend hands. We haven't seen that same level of organization. So there's a a little bit of a skepticism that she has them. Now, people I've talked to have said if she does, if she did, if that group collected the signatures, then that is a heck of an accomplishment. There's still some skepticism, though, even if they got the signatures, that they'd be able to recall Evers because we've shown a history in Wisconsin with what happened, you know, nine and ten years ago, that voters typically don't like to recall lawmakers or governors just because of a policy issue. It's, it's got to be something more than that. So um, it's going to be interesting if they can produce them. But if they do, the next thing I want to know is. Um, whether either the parties are going to challenge the nomination signatures and if they can survive scrutiny. And when might the group submit the signatures to the Elections Commission? Well, the deadline is Tuesday. Then the commission will do a review of the signatures and make a recommendation to the commission on whether they should be accepted. After that, uh, there can be a challenge from uh, anybody. Uh, I, we just, just had to be an elector in Wisconsin, I believe. 
And that's one of the questions I have. You know, will will either party, if if we get to that point, will not just the Democrats look at you know challenging, but would some Republican look at it because this is not an ideal situation for them. Uh, they're looking kind of long term and thinking that you know Governor Evers would be easier to beat in a midterm election than in a recall because of the dynamic we talked about with voters not being big fans of recalls in Wisconsin. So there are a number of things they kind of consider about what's going to happen if, and I do stress if, the turn in the number of signatures needed to trigger the recall election. That's WISPolitics.com editor J.R. Ross. You can join us each week for our conversations. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe to Capital Notes on iTunes, NPR One, or wherever you get your podcasts.